welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is lesson 192 I have a function God would have me fill. I have a function God would have me fill. It is your Father's holy will that you complete Himself and that yourself, capital S, shall be His sacred Son, forever pure as He, of love created and in love preserved, extending love, creating in its name, forever one with God and with yourself. Yet what can such a function mean within a world of envy, hatred, and attack? Therefore, you have a function in the world in its own terms. For who can understand a language far beyond his simple grasp? Forgiveness represents your function here. It is not God's creation, for it is the means by which untruth can be undone. And who would pardon heaven? Yet on earth, you need the means to let illusions go. Creation merely waits for your return to be acknowledged, not to be complete. So forgiveness represents our function here. And also to allow those who do not yet know who they are and what they are to understand what forgiveness really is. It says, for who can understand a language beyond his simple grasp? And it also says, forgiveness is not God's creation. Because it's the means by which untruth can be undone and God does not recognize untruth it says who would pardon heaven yet on earth you need the means to let illusions go creation merely waits for your return to be acknowledged not to be complete so just by acknowledging and knowing who we are as long as we're still walking the earth Our purpose becomes 
forgiveness. Continuing. Creation cannot even be conceived of in the world. It has no meaning here. Forgiveness is the closest it can come to earth. So forgiveness is, again, not being acknowledging that sin exists and then pardoning it, but forgiveness meaning it never happened. So creation cannot even be conceived of in this world. People don't believe that creation is possible in this world. They believe that we are victims of circumstance and that things happen to us. So until we get this, creation cannot even be conceived of. Forgiveness is the closest it can come on earth. So once we recognize that none of the bad stuff ever happened, that is the first step toward being able to create the way that we were created to be. Continuing. For being heaven-born, it has no form at all. Creation, being heaven-born, it has no form at all. Yet God created one, capital O, who has the power to translate in form the completely formless. So that, I believe, is the Holy Spirit. Let's continue and see. What he makes, capital H, are dreams, but of a kind so close to waking that the light of day already shines in them. And eyes already opening, behold the joyful sights of, that their offerings contain. The dreams that, who I think is the Holy Spirit, makes that are so close to the waking that the light of day already shines in them and eyes already opening can behold the joyful sights that their offerings contain, that the dreams, the offerings of the dreams, the ideas in the dreams. <clears throat> Continuing. Forgiveness gently looks upon all things unknown in heaven, sees them disappear, and leaves the world a clean and unmarked slate on which the word of God can now replace senseless symbols written there before. Forgiveness is the means by which the fear of death is overcome because it holds no fierce attraction now and guilt is gone. Forgiveness lets the body be perceived as what it is, a simple teaching aid to be laid by when learning is complete, but hardly changing him who learns at all. So the body doesn't change us, or at least not much. The body is just a tool. And forgiveness or the recognition that all the bad stuff never happened, that we were never separated in the first place, lets the body be perceived as that tool. Continuing, the mind without the body 
cannot make mistakes. It cannot think that it will die, nor be the prey of merciless attack. Anger becomes impossible, and where is terror then? When anger is impossible, there's nothing to be afraid of. The mind without the body cannot think that it will die. It cannot think that it will be attacked. Then if, if the mind doesn't perceive any of those things, then there is no terror, there is no anger. Continuing. What fears could still assail those who have lost the source of all attack? The source of all attack. The core of anguish and the seed of fear. Only forgiveness can relieve the mind of thinking that the body is its home. Only forgiveness can restore the peace that God intended for his holy son. Only forgiveness can persuade the son to look again upon his holiness. Mm. With anger gone, you will indeed perceive that for Christ's vision and the gift of sight, no sacrifice was asked, and only pain was lifted from a sick and tortured mind. Is this unwelcome? Is it to be feared? Or is it to be hoped for, met with thanks and joyously accepted? We are one, and therefore give up nothing. But we have indeed been given everything by God. Yet, do we need forgiveness to perceive that this is so? Without its kindly light, we grope in darkness, using reason only to justify our rage and our attack. Our understanding is so limited that what we think we understand is only confusion born of error. We are lost in mists of shifting dreams and fearful thoughts, our eyes shut tight against the light, our minds engaged in worshiping what is not there. Who can be born again in Christ is only him who has forgiven everyone he sees or thinks of or imagines. So who can be born again in Christ is only the one who has forgiven everyone he sees or thinks of or imagines. Continuing, who could be set free while he imprisons anyone? A jailer is not free, for he is bound together with his prisoner. He must be sure that the prisoner does not escape, and so he spends his time in keeping watch on him. The bars that limit him become the world in which his jailer lives along with him. And it is on his freedom that the way to liberty depends for both of them. So, who could be set free while he imprisons anyone? So, if we are holding the people that we see or come in contact with in a prison of the physical world, in the prison of things happening beyond our control, as we're holding that person there, we ourselves are there also. 
also on the jailer is where freedom, which is the way to liberty, it says it is on his freedom, the jailer's freedom, that the way to liberty depends for both of them. So when the jailer sees himself as free, then the one who he's trying to hold in prison is also free. Continuing. <clears throat> Therefore, hold no one prisoner. Release instead of bind. For thus, you are made free. The way is simple. Every time you feel a stab of anger, realize that you hold a sword above your head. And it will fall or be averted as you choose to be condemned or free. Thus, does each one who seems to tempt you to be angry represent your Savior from the prison house of death? And so you owe him thanks instead of pain. So when somebody makes us mad, we can recognize that it is our sword that we are holding, getting ready to strike. And then we can choose whether we want to strike and remain in prison or don't, for, don't strike, forgive, and be free. Be merciful today. The Son of God deserves your mercy. It is he who asks that you accept the way to freedom now. It is he who you believe caused you to feel angry, who deserves your mercy, and asks you to accept the way to freedom now. Deny him not. His Father's love for him belongs to you. Your function here on earth is only to forgive him, that you may accept him back as your identity. He is as God created him, and you are what he is. Forgive him now his sins, and you will see that you are one with him. I have a function God would have me fill. Our function is forgiveness. Our function is recognizing that every person on the planet is one with us and we are one with them. And when someone does something that causes us to feel angry, we should show them mercy because that is our freedom. Today, I wish you a day of mercifulness. Many blessings. Namaste.